The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. And a special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in Japan, Italy, and India, and in the states of Washington, Georgia, and Indiana. Welcome and Thank you for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. For June through September, at the beginning of every show, I led you through three exercises to help stop the natural disasters that have been plaguing the earth. While helping Mother Earth to clear the negative energy, we were also clearing ourselves of fears and other harmful energies. The critical time for doing that is past. Those techniques, however, are still helpful for clearing yourself of negative energies. You can continue to do them by going to my website, paulajoyce.com, and listening to any of those on-demand shows. I'm replacing that beginning segment with a new one. Each week, I'll share a different tip from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. This is important because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your soul, to your true self. As you learn to hear the still, small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace. The ideas in my ebook will help you do this with more joy, ease, and grace. Your tip for this week is be grateful. People who are grateful are happier, and manifestation is most successful from an attitude of gratitude. I suggest that you start and or end each day reciting or writing the things that you are grateful for. 
include what you usually take for granted, like breathing, shelter, food, seeing, hearing, and so on. When we learn to appreciate everything, life becomes richer, even if our income is the same. All I need to do is look outside and my mood shifts to gratitude for the beauty available to all of us. And it's free. You might say it's a gift from God to us. I have been so pleased with the response I'm getting to my workshops that I'm going to continue to offer one a month. Next month, my new workshop is The Answers Lie Within. As I was trying to decide whether I wanted to do this particular workshop, one of my clients started quoting yoga and telling me how I sound like him. She even sent me a photo of Yoda. (laughs) Then she said, you're always saying things like, the answers lie within. Well, that was clearly the answer to my question. Yes, it is definitely right timing for me to do this workshop now. And recognizing messages from the universe like this one is one technique I'll be sharing. We truly do have all the answers within us. In this instance, the universe was reminding me to trust my inner guidance. The problem is that there are so many voices in our head that it's difficult to determine which voice is our authentic one. Some voices tell us what we should and shouldn't do and what we're good at and not good at. Especially when we're under stress, it's easy to feel confused or give in to the loud demand demanding voice, learning to hear and trust our limitless higher self, our soul, our true self is essential to our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. It's also the path to self-empowerment. In this experiential workshop, you will access your limitless higher self, learn how to hear and trust your own voice, discover new insights, release stress, fear, and doubts, gain new energy and freedom, increase your joy and peace of mind, make decisions with ease, trust, and self-confidence. Know that you are following your own truth. We will meet meet at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas, Texas, Saturday, October 24th from 2 to 3.30. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing, with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and 
love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Dr. Marty Loring, who will talk with us about recognizing and healing from abuse. Last week, Mary Hall spoke with us about coming into wholeness. And as one listener wrote, I love the show. You and Mary were so connected. If you miss this show, I highly recommend that you listen to it. It speaks to our topic today. If as a global community, we honored women as equals and worked to create balance between the masculine and feminine within ourselves and the world, we would eliminate abuse. Coercion results from disrespect and domination and discrimination. As we learn to value each other and ourselves, we can create healthy relationships. If you miss this show or any of our other ones, please go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and click on radio show at the top of the navigation. One listener told me yesterday that she loves to listen late at night. She went on to express gratitude that the shows are all available on demand so she can listen more than once to the ones that are particularly helpful to her. I encourage you to follow her example. Each time you listen, you will pick up new insights and ideas to improve your life. I hope today's silver lining story will also help you change your life. 11 years ago, last month, I left my abusive marriage, which was part of a lifetime of abuse. It was, however, the turning point. It was when I chose to change my life, to stop blaming others, and to start digging myself out of a hole of low self-esteem, sadness, fear, and wanting love and respect from people who would never give it to me. I began to tell myself the truth of my life. Everything looked great from the outside looking in, but not from the inside looking out. My counselor kept asking me if I was going to be okay. I didn't understand why she kept asking because I didn't realize how much of me was not there. Even though I had raised three children while holding down high-level administrative positions in a university and then in a prominent school district, I was not the strong, independent woman that everyone thought I was. I had even bought into the false self that I had portrayed. Being on my own was a relief because I no longer had to be with my ex, but being in charge of all of the finances and decisions and pieces of my life that he had taken over, that he had taken responsibility for, was exhausting, hard, and often overwhelming. In addition, I was struggling with all of the feelings of sadness, anger, guilt, and the loss of friends, position, possessions, the house and garden I had created and loved, the life I knew. Even family members lined up against me, and some stopped talking to me. I was struggling to figure out what had happened to me, how and why. 
During this time, I joined a committee that planned an annual professional development conference for people working in the area of domestic violence. I convinced the committee that we needed to address emotional abuse, and we invited Dr. Marty Loring, our guest today, to be our expert speaker. She was my first silver lining. I picked her up at the airport and invited her to have lunch with me on the way to her hotel. Despite the fact that she was probably tired and needing to put the finishing touches on her presentation, she graciously agreed and talked with me about emotional abuse for quite a while, answering all of my questions with kindness and generosity of spirit. It was through her and her book, Emotional Abuse, that I discovered the key concept that was my second silver lining. When people are abused, whether it be emotional, psychological, physical, sexual, financial, they lose their true self. We become whatever it is that we think we need to be to get love and acceptance. Of course, this is a false hope. But the abused person is under the, de- under the delusion that they are getting what they want or will get it. So we walk on eggshells, always trying to figure out what we need to say and do to be loved. The fact is that all of us lose parts of ourselves when we try to fit into societal norms. We all want to be loved and accepted, and to some extent, we fear that who we really are isn't going to be good enough. So we hide important parts of ourselves. Sometimes we hide them so deeply that we never recover them. Recognizing that I had done this my whole life under duress and false beliefs allowed me to consciously pursue discovering what I like and don't like and what the true gifts of my soul are. Instead of seeking love and approval from others, I learned to love and approve of myself. This truly is a silver lining beyond all others. When you have yourself, you have everything. This understanding became the silver lining that underlies the work I do in helping my clients heal. I take great pleasure in watching them blossom. They change their hairstyles, their style of dress, their jobs, their hobbies, their aspirations, their relationships, and they get healthy physically, mentally, and emotionally. Some of them change so dramatically that they are almost unrecognizable. The beautiful part of it is that each one of them is unique in their process. While discovering who they are, they release the fears, guilt, anger, and false beliefs that used to consume them. As Marty says, they grieve their past, they forgive themselves, and find new hope, true hope. I am blessed to help facilitate their self-discovery and growth. Next month, I turn 70. I know society says women aren't supposed to tell their age. The fact is that I love telling people because I always get the same response, an exclamation of disbelief, and then a comment about how I don't act or look my age. As I say at the beginning of every show, when we release negativity and emotional pain, we literally get younger. 
I'm living proof of that. That's another silver lining. I feel like I've been given back a lot of the years that I lost in pain, fear, and sadness. I'm amazed every time I think about the fact that I'm moving into the best part of my life at the age of 70. This is when most people are retiring. Yet here I am with this fabulous radio show and fascinating guests every week who help me expand my knowledge and enrich me with their enthusiasm and passion as I experience the joy of getting to know them and sharing them with my listeners. I tell people it's like getting a second PhD, only this one is fun and there's more. I have CDs and DVDs and books that I want to publish and workshops that I want to teach. Life just keeps getting better every day. I'm not closing down at 70. Instead, I'm opening new doors to life. I have already accomplished a lot in my life, the most important of which was finding me. Because of that, the best is yet to come personally and professionally. Dr. Marty Loring has been an ongoing blessing and inspiration to me. Every time I talk with her, I heal just by being in relationship with her. She is affirming and kind and always makes time to answer my questions. Some people heal with techniques like Reiki. Marty heals by being who she is. Her patience, deep understanding of abuse, and belief in the power of people to heal is inspiring. I'm pleased to share her with you today. Dr. Marty Marty Loring is a social worker and director of the Center for Mental Health and Human Development, as well as the Emotional Abuse Institute. She has taught in several universities, conducted numerous training seminars, and written several articles published in professional journals, journals and two books, including Emotional Abuse and her new co-authored book, Intimate Coercion, Recognition and Recovery. Dr. Loring has testified across the country in many cases where emotional abuse has included coercing a partner to commit a crime. She consults across the world, helping people to heal by rediscovering the self, grieving their past, forgiving themselves, and restoring hope. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my workshop, The Answers Lie Within. Then click on Store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Then go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Marty Loring to talk about healing from abuse and coercion. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach a lot of people. If this interests you, or if you want to become part of the conversation today, please call one 866 472 5795 or email gmail.com now or between shows. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you wrote down ways that you can rediscover the lost parts of yourself. And we're here with Dr. Marty Loring to talk about healing from abuse and coercion. Welcome, Marty. Thank you so much. Nice to be here, Dr. Paula. Thank you. And um, I would love it if you would begin by talking to us about how this became so important to you and, um, and, 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 and I guess began your search into um, deeper meanings of abuse, the causes and recovery? Well, I think years ago when I was doing therapy with people, primarily women, but some men as well, I began to notice that many of them seemed very sad. They seemed uh, very anxious looking around at any sound, looking around the room in fear, um, and some with tears reported injuries to their pets, especially dogs. It began to occur to me that these women were traumatized and that I could not document any physical abuse in their relationship with their partner. And what I began to find is 
that it was emotional abuse that was occurring toward them, um, demeaning, um, critical, um, taking away their sense of identity, um, and that sometimes, as part of the emotional abuse, their pets, such as little dogs, were being threatened. That is, they were threatened, if you don't do this, I'm going to hurt our dog. And sometimes the dogs were harmed. And that's when I began to realize that trauma is not just caused by physical abuse. It's caused by emotional abuse as well. And I began writing about it, trying to encourage people in the mental health field to see this so they could recognize it and help the women. Well, I, for one, am so grateful, and I know a lot of people are, because um, it's it's confusing when you're in the middle of it, because we were hearing so much about physical and sexual abuse, and yet emotional abuse, I call it the silent killer, because uh-huh. people don't know, know what's happening. That's, that's just... Uh of a perfect way to say it, a very sad, you know, thing to have to talk about, but a perfect way to say it because it does kill. And, you know, Amnesty International and other organizations talk about the control of, of the demeaning, the actual killing of one's sense of spirit and identity. Um, and many of the techniques used that are discussed in Amnesty, by Amnesty International are then um, are used by the primarily men, some women as well, who are emotionally abusive. And the women talk about, I feel my, my, my sense of self is gone. Have I lost it? You know, has it died? And as you had talked about earlier in your program, the rediscovery of oneself is a very exciting and transforming process. Absolutely. And sometimes, actually, in my case, it was discovery for the first time, really, because growing up with abuse, you never have a chance to know who you are um, because you have to be someone else to survive. Uh, That's so sad, but so true. I'm really glad you said that. For some, it's rediscovery, but for some, it is just that, discovery uh, for the first time, a process of self-discovery. Like you said earlier, it doesn't happen all at once. It is a process. Yes, and I think learning patience um, is is one of the hardest <laughs> things that I did because we feel like, you know, it's been so long that our life has been miserable and we want overnight for everything to change, but that's impossible. And, but to do it slowly, step by step and it, and before you know it, it really is. um, uh, One really has emerged in a new light and we're never done. That's the beauty of it too. There's always more to discover. That's so true. And I was laughing along with you because so many of us are impatient. It, it's not a bad way to be. It's not just one person. We, we live in an impatient, forward-moving society. You know, people even honk at you if you don't start right away when the, life turns, when the light turns green. So it is something that we want right away. But, you know, even the process of discovering more and more about ourselves can be exciting, too, some people like to 
stop and think, hmm, um, what are the parts of myself that I either need to rediscover or discover for the first time? Some people like to name those parts. You know, there's, there's Venchi, and I say, well, who's Venchi? Well, that stands for adventuresome. Um, I'm very adventuresome. I never realized it before. I've planned a trip to this place and that place, and later I'm going to even go to this other place. Um, and I'm going to meet the people, and I've looked up the different places to visit, and their voice is so excited because all that part of them has never been developed, has sometimes you know, even been uh, criticized and put down. Sometimes they like to name other parts of themselves, like, you know, one woman told me this, that she called one part smarty, and smarty was a part of her that really was smart, even though she'd been led to believe she was dumb. She was going back to take a course at a, a local college and was writing now for the county newspaper, and people were beginning to respond to her articles. It's that whole idea of other people beginning to respond to the treasures within ourselves that gives us a kind of feedback we may never have had before or not for a long time. Yes, and I I think, um, and I love that you moved into how people can discover themselves because I think even that concept, people, if you tell them to do that and they've never done it, they don't even know where to begin. Right, right. They have no idea what you're talking about. That's why if a therapist says you should be more independent, you need to leave him, that's very difficult for someone who, who doesn't have a separate sense of herself. How do you leave when you don't have that? Um, sometimes it's important to develop more sense of oneself and to be careful while doing that because by becoming more independent and realizing more and more who one is, then there can be danger if you're in a relationship with someone who does not want that to happen. And Dr. Paula, you know, I would feel badly if I didn't mention talking about danger. Many women who have been coerced wind up doing the most horrific things without even knowing it. They've lost their sense of self. They've been you know, discounted, put down, threatened. And they buy this for the partner upon his order, or they buy that, or they drive them to the bank. And who among us would imagine that the parts they buy, whatever those things are that the partners ordered them to purchase, may be parts he's making a bomb with, or the drive to the bank may be for a bank robbery that he then commits. That we often have tunnel vision, the smartest among us. Where in following the specific orders, we don't see the larger picture of what he's going to do or is using us to accomplish. And that kind of coercion sometimes is only broken when there are arrests made. And many women have said to me, oh, I said, hallelujah, I'm arrested, which of course is very surprising to most of us, but that was the way that she escaped from this horrendous situation and only after being uh, incarcerated and locked up did she recognize what had happened to her and was then able to give information sometimes to police 
who often saw her dilemma and really befriended her and tried to help her. Yes, I think that's so important. And in your book, you quote a 20, a study done in 2010 that 41% of women had encountered some kind of coercive control in their lifetimes and over 10% had been coerced within the last year. I thought that was just a huge um, number. Yes, indeed. I'm so glad that you brought that out. It is huge. And not all of them, of the uh, examples of coercion, are as, as extreme as, you know, someone robbing a bank or putting together a bomb. They're a lesser extremes, but still where a woman could wind up in jail where the man, and again, sometimes it's women who are coercive, but usually, um, in my experience, it has been men. And these men, they do uh, uh, these commit fraud or credit card uh, theft, all these different kinds of uh, kinds of misbehavior and crimes where no one is uh, killed or wounded, but still many people may lose, you know, money they saved up to put their children through college and their own retirement. And then there are the non-criminal kinds of coercion coercive experiences where, let's say, the man forces her uh, to go to a strip club or something and observe or engage in behavior that, while it's not criminal, is against her value system. Um, And that whole thing of having our own value systems and the pain and sense of betrayal when someone... Uh, coerces us into doing something counter to our value systems. And, you know, we even feel like we're betraying ourselves when that happens. Absolutely. And I I just want to add a a personal story here because I know a lot of people are thinking, well, how is that possible? How can you make somebody do something that they don't want to do? And I remember very specifically I didn't used to take a purse with me because, well, he paid for everything and I don't need the keys to the house or a credit card. I certainly looked old enough not to be carded. And he said we were going to go to a strip club. And I said, I don't want to go. No. And he took me there anyway. And I had no choice. There was no place for me to go. I had no money. I had no keys to the house. I was stuck. I was infuriated, but I was stuck. Yes. That's so kind of you to give that example. That's a perfect example. You said, he took me anyway. You know, it's hard to imagine for most of us how someone could have a personality where what someone else wanted or didn't want, feared uh, or was even traumatized by, really didn't matter. And often it's because that person was treated that way themselves growing up. Excuse me. Yes, and, and I think that touches on something that I know in my case, and I think for a lot of women, we see the hurt little boy. We know what happened to them growing up, and we think our love will heal them, 
when in fact we're just continuing to allow ourselves to be hurt and there the man is not healing. Yes, it's sort of like being in a room with wallpaper. And when we're in it long enough, we don't really notice, you know, the pattern in the wallpaper. When we grow up in this fashion and then we have a partner who behaves the same way, it's almost unnoticeable. You know, we almost don't know different, don't recognize what's happening. And that's the key word. We have to recognize what's happening. Exactly. And to allow ourselves to see the pattern because there are also then positive events in between all the negative ones. And so you think, at least I kept thinking, oh, he's changing. Everything's getting better. It'll be okay. And the aberration or the... um, the unusual event is the negativity and the harm that he was causing. And I would focus on the positive and create false hope. And people talk about being addicted to hope. You know, it probably wasn't completely within yourself. Although I think, you know, I think what you're saying makes perfect sense and is true. Sometimes those who would abuse us help foster or create that hope by saying it will get better. I'm going to try not to do that again. Won't you have this gift? I want to give you this bracelet. I'm so sorry. I'm so sad. And those of us with kind hearts, well, we believe it each time. And, you know, we, we continue to hope. But what you're saying is taking responsibility and looking at our own hope and questioning it, and I think that's just marvelous. And and I think we all have to do that, and that's what I'm hoping some people who are listening to this show will begin to examine more carefully um, and try to look with different eyes and a different understanding of the possibility of what's going on within their lives so that they can begin to see differently and make healthier choices. That's a marvelous wish for your listeners. You know, and I know it takes courage to, you know, to be able to examine the hope that, you know, springs so deep from within us. But it is so very important, and I just want to, again, urge safety that when this happens, there may be someone who would prefer it not happen. So the idea of trying with all one's being not to be isolated, keep other people informed about this new growth and new discovery, I think is important, too. Uh, yes, I think that's that is important. And I remember being encouraged to create a safety plan when I was ready to leave, and to um, to which was unusual behavior to me for me to hide the fact that I was leaving until after the fact. Yes, well, I think you know it. It just makes so much sense what you're saying in terms of self protection. And I do want to acknowledge that there are some women who stay in the relationship but ask for, insist on, and create new opportunities for themselves. 
and while they need ongoing support, and, and I kept on their safety, you know, I'd like to acknowledge that that's okay, too. Yes, because um, what I've learned and what you're saying is that you have to truly be ready to leave and have found enough of yourself that you can manage the transition and um, being in charge of your own life because as someone who's been abused, you give over so much that you have to have the ability to take on those roles, those skills, those decision-making um, uh, choices and for yourself. And, and it's not simplistic. It, you don't just twist, turn a switch. It takes time to regain those competencies or develop them for the first time. Well, for the first time. You're right. It, it does take time. And that's why encouragement by others can be so important. It's not, you know, crucial, but it's so important. And any kind of dreams or hobbies or work or, you know, anything to do with what just fosters good feelings within oneself, whether it's writing or painting or being with um, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, you know, joining organizations that, that are helpful or volunteering, you know, a person can get feedback that helps to really uh, progress and transform. And therapy, I mean, to get into therapy with a, someone who really understands this journey can be very valuable as well. It's not easy, but it's so rewarding. And I want to pick up on that after we come back from break, because as you talk about in your book, so many people get misdiagnosed and um, don't get, they, they seek help from therapists, but don't get the right help because the therapist doesn't understand that there truly is emotional abuse and coercion. So I think that's um a good place for us to pick up after the break. And I'm so grateful you're here with us. I'm your, <laughs> I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and barriers to hearing your true self, your inner wisdom, finding the the authentic self and getting what you truly want in life you will also get advance notice about every show episode and the on-demand show sent directly to you now on your paper write down what you're going to do first to rediscover the lost parts of yourself and dr loring has just listed some important ways that we can do that stay tuned we'll be right back with dr marty loring to talk more about healing from abuse and coercion. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. 
the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you wrote down what you're going to do first to rediscover lost parts of yourself. And I'm so grateful we're here with Dr. Marty Marty Loring to talk more about healing from abuse and coercion. Marty, we were just, you were just um, opening up the topic of finding a therapist, a counselor who um, can give the right diagnosis and, and to really help somebody to rediscover their self and heal from abuse. Could you talk a little bit about the false diagnoses and how people can get um, themselves into good healing hands? Well, that's a very, a very good question. Some, sometimes the emotional abuse is not recognized, and instead a person is given um, diagnoses. Uh, a lab- one label would be depression, for example. And while we certainly might be, very well be sad and even depressed uh, because of the treatment we're receiving, it's not um, a, a pure depression. Rather, it's reacting to, to what we're living with. For example, Dr. Parla, you have the critical, uh, the, the put-downs, the name-calling, the you-don't-know-what-you're-doing um, kinds of emotional abuse, but you also have the kinds of emotional abuse that are much more subtle and I call it covert in nature, where, oh, you're not going to do this? Well, then I'm not going to hug you or hold you or have sex with you or be intimate in any way with you, even listen to you, I, I will ignore you. And that kind of um, 
that kind of emotional abuse does need to be recognized in order to help someone to find why they may feel so desperate and have such anguish. So one really needs to search for and find a therapist who can go beyond the labels and see what a person is coping with and how it's affecting them, especially in the area of emotional abuse. Uh, Yes, and there are two things that you say in here that I think, because this this idea of of, um, covert, of um, even silent um, uh, abuse, where sometimes they don't even threaten, they just withhold, and you're left to under try to figure out what you did that you don't ever get compliments, you don't ever get um, true loving contact, even if there's sex, the the kindness, the warmth is missing. And, and so you say two things in here. Well, you say so many things, but I, I just want to read two portions of sentences that I think are so profound. Hungry and yearning for connection, warmth, acceptance, and encouragement. Um, and I think that drives a lot of behavior that people don't understand until they hear it. So I want to draw it out and help people hear these words. The other thing you say is they are driven not by malice or evil intent. Um, and this is when you're talking about people who have committed crimes, but by their hunger to connect with a loving partner who they once believed would encourage their growth into the self they dream of being. Yes, it's. I see so many women whose hunger for that warmth and connection and affirmation um, leaves them doing whatever it takes to, to achieve that, to obtain it, to share it. And when they're with a partner who withholds it during coercion, <clears throat> excuse me, then they, they are saddened because they know in their own hearts that the warmth comes at a price. Yes, and I want to point out, I was thinking about something that you said to me in one of our conversations. You talked about the person who was being held down and yes. physically. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yes, I have a client now who was um, held down um, it, and it's a, a very frightening feeling. You know, you can be held down emotionally and held down physically. To be held down physically, someone can actually hold you and shove you against the wall, sit on top of you, and uh, shout whatever he wishes. To be uh, held down emotionally is like when you described the keys were taken from you. You didn't have keys to your house. You were taken to a place you didn't want to go. So your own dreams and aspirations, your own value system was really held down by another. And both of those two kinds of being held down can leave one feeling quite desperate and so very sad, which is often mistaken for depression apart from what one is experiencing. 
Yes, and it's authentic sadness, and you don't really understand it or know what to do with it. It is authentic sadness. You're absolutely right. No, it's hard to understand, especially when it's similar to experiences throughout our lives. Sometimes it takes someone else saying something about it, and a light goes off in our minds, and we say, oh, gosh, I never saw it that way. Yes, and, I, you know, when I was thinking about what you said about someone being, your client being physically held down and things shouted in her he- ear, and I remember that sense of being trapped in a car, and I have had more trouble with my left ear than my right ear, which is healing now, but as I thought through why my left ear I realized that when I was trapped in the car, in the passenger seat, it was my left ear that had to hear all of the terrible things that my ex had to say to me, or as you say in childhood, that my father had to say to me. And so we can be trapped and forced to listen in different ways. It's not always, sometimes it's trapped in a space, in a house, in a room, whatever. That's, that's very heartrending. I'm so sorry that you had to go through that twice, at least in your life. And, and it's such a gift you give to others because there's a lot of what we call somaticizing that it is expressed in physical pain, what we've experienced, like trouble with your ear. I once helped a woman who had terrible chest pains, and they gave her every single test relating to heart disease and could find nothing wrong. And it wasn't until we worked together for a while, and she saw that her um, partner was keeping her from interacting with her parents, and she missed them so. And once she was able to be close again with her parents who were growing older and who she wanted to take care of, the chest pain stopped. And she said, she looked at me and said, I guess my heart was aching. Wow. And I hate to say this, but we are out of time. There's never enough time to talk with you. And Um, to hear your wisdom and caring. So thank you so much for being with us. And I hope that people get your book and um, learn more. Yes, Intimate Coercion, Recognition, and Recovery is the name of the book. And Dr. Paula, I think you're wonderful. Thanks for sharing all you do with all of us. Thank you so much. You have a beautiful day, Marty. Thank you. Um, And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page and to my store to purchase the books my guests and I have written. And then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment 
empowerment, 21 steps for healing the body, energetic healing, the OM awakening, etc. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, literally thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, heart, and spirit, resulting in faster progress and profound healing. Click on the link to register for my new workshop, The Answers Lie Within. Then go to the calendar of events and press click here to send me an email so that I can hear your story and your questions and respond to them. Next Thursday, please join us when our return guest, Dr. James Garbarino, talks with us about preventing violent boys from becoming violent adults. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.